I'm Jeremiah Craig. Thank you for tuning in. I got stories to tell and songs to sing. Now they call me a balladeer to find out why just lend an ear at me. with me a little while and I will promise I will make you smile. My name is Jeremiah Craig. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into virtual reality. It gives us a great opportunity to escape and enhance. Put us in quite a trance let's get into virtual reality good morning everybody this is Jeremiah Craig coming at you on this Wednesday crossing over I-5 right now in Seattle it is misty today and I don't mind at all because we had two sunny days in a row so I'm feeling pretty good after the vitamin D that I have received over the past two days so yesterday we were talking about the Dust Bowl VR the virtual reality that the Woody Guthrie Center was putting in place that was yesterday's Today in Music segment and Killjoy called in last night and he gave me the idea for a topic today because I like talking about where we can go with technology in music and sort of where the industry can progress. So he's, he's got a call in about VR and music, so I'm gonna let that play and then we'll take it from there. Thanks for the call in, Killjoy. Jeremiah Craig Killjoy here. I got a question for you. Have you ever played the latest Guitar Hero where they actually filmed uh, concerts in real life and you stand on stage and look out at real people's faces? Um, it is absolutely crazy to watch in high def because it's like you can look into people's eyes and they look back at you and it, they get mad or they get sad. It's, it's absolutely nuts. Um, on another topic in VR, man, I really want just a stage environment in VR. I can sit and play my guitar and the people can pretend to like me. Yes, I'm sad, but it's truly what I am. I like give me a concert stage and a guitar and just let me go at it. Um, I think it would be awesome. I would buy it. It would uh, it would satisfy that what need I have to uh, to look out at a screaming crowd. All right, man. Killjoy out. Thanks for the call, Killjoy. You know I haven't played the new Guitar Hero. I haven't played Guitar Hero since I think the first Xbox. I should though. I mean. It's a very interesting game. Especially in VR. I couldn't I could imagine how that would just level up that entire experience. But your second topic there is something that I am way more interested in. And I think about something like that a lot. I like the idea of a algorithm some software responding 
to the sounds around you or the sounds that you're making other than just conversation. Like we could say, hey Alexa, do this and do that. And it reply all day. But how do you program a piece of software to respond to emotional music, right? Because you would want that audience to have a different reaction depending on the timbre, right? Or the time of the song. Like if you're playing a slow rock ballad, you would expect the audience to be quiet and have that one or two or three people who just do that woo, you know? You know how you have those random people who take advantage of that silence and just can't contain themselves? Because <laughs> that you would want that to happen because that would be real. Or if you're playing a really upbeat song, you would want them to sort of get into that. And then you could even go on top of that and say, okay, this software can learn what your favorite ones to play, what your most energetic songs to play, just practice by yourself as you're on this stage. And then when you play those most popular ones, they erupt because they recognize the beginning, right? Like it's a hit on the radio because it's your favorite song to play. This software has realized that because of the amount of times that you play this song for yourself. And they make, and it makes the crowd react in a greater way, right? The possibilities with that are endless. I love thinking about how music can influence an experience in software. I think about this with augmented reality in a real live concert setting so people can take their phones just like Snapchat and pull it up and it'd be like a live music video. So you could hold your phone up to the live performer, look around, and as you look around, the story of the song is taking place around you, but you still see the performer because it's augmented reality, right? And the virtual, what is it? Characters, the virtual trees or just objects around you is just placed on the real world inside the phone on the screen. So if you could make something like that and have the have the software recognize the parts of the song and change depending on what's going on in the song so that you could tell a story throughout the whole thing while somebody's holding up their phones watching this live concert, that would make an entirely new experience. I love thinking about how we could use virtual reality and augmented reality in music. There's so much opportunity here. Thank you so much for that call in, Killjoy. I've seen some music videos in virtual reality and I haven't been that impressed. And there is the ability to tell a story in virtual reality, 
with the 360 up and down XYZ axis. But I still think it's limited in what it can actually give us because we can only spend a limited amount of time in virtual reality when it comes down to it. We still need to eat. We still need to sleep. And sure, there's going to be those diehard people who are going to spend the rest of their lives in virtual reality. But for the broader population, augmented reality is going to be more important than virtual reality. A good example of augmented reality is the Pokemon Go game, right? Where you have a creature, a virtual creature, in the real world where you can see them through your phone and interact with them through your phone but surrounded by what you can actually see without your phone. So Pokemon Go is a good example of augmented reality. Everything is going to be augmented reality. We can only spend a limited amount of time in virtual reality, but we can spend all of our time with augmented reality. And really, when there is acceptance of it, that's all that there will be. Augmented reality will be the new reality. I was watching Altered Carbon, that new Netflix show, and they had contact lenses that allowed them to see advertisements, virtual people, in the real world. So they were seeing in augmented reality 24-7. So I think it's really important for the music industry to focus on this or even just indie musicians just even to think about it because people will still consume music through augmented reality. So how can we attract them and how can the music react to the virtual surroundings or how can it react to what you're feeling what you're saying this is why it's important augmented reality is where it's at Today in music, today in music. Today in music. It is February 14th, 2018. And man, I tell you, with this Today in Music news, it is feeling more like 2018 than ever. Yeah, we're going to continue riffing off of the VR and AR topic in music today, which I am just loving. Thank you so much, Killjoy, for inspiring this. The University of Rochester put out a post today. University of Rochester is from the area where I grew up. I actually drove past the campus all the time. They are working with the Eastman School of Music. And there's several virtual reality and augmented reality scientists working with the music students to help develop 
a virtual reality audio experience that is like the visual experience. So what they're doing is they are recording practice sessions with Eastman School of Music students on a stage in order to isolate the sound as you move your head or your body. Basically, they are making it so that it's a real experience. For like, you can hear the car right now in the background probably going up the hill. In real life, that was on my left side and I can hear all of the audio on the left side. But it's also going to incorporate an, a complete 360 experience too. So it, as you turn your head, you hear different instruments. They stand out more than the others. Now this is a really good learning tool as well because a lot of music students have a tough time in the beginning of learning how to listen how to isolate instruments from each other. So if you could basically put on this VR device and walk around an orchestra while it's playing, you're able to hear the bass section more if you're right next to it, of course. And then if you go over to the horn section, you can just hear what a French horn sounds like in the midst of the rest of the orchestra. How cool is that? I mean, you don't have to be on stage physically to experience this. Everyone will be able to do this. And this could open up music to a ton more people. One of the researchers whose name is Matthew Brown, he says, you know, we read that classical music is losing relevance. But this is a way to make the experience more exciting. The entire music experience. I think this is a really cool thing that they are doing. And I can't wait to try it myself. Thank you. This has been Jeremiah Craig with another edition of Today in Music. Hope everybody is having a great day out there. Thank you for listening. Bring, bring. We got call-ins, yeah! Oh, here's a thought, dude. Anchor concert. Perfect. Get everybody to send their music in. But I haven't sent it as a file or a CD, that way you can drop it at a later date. You know, so you can pick a day in the future. That way you don't have to do it all in one day. You music, do your music thing, you know, make the order, make the list. Get Patrick maybe to DJ. He, he, I think he does a great DJ. And uh, between the two of you, I think it would be fantastic. Anchor concert. You could literally have an all-day concert with the amount of stuff people put here. All day long. Think about it. Hey, Kingfish. Thanks for the call. I like this idea. Although, Tim Araneta does the Sing Song Saturdays, which is sort of like what you're talking about, the all-day concert, because he'll just echo everybody's music if they're singing, playing the guitar, what like whatever. 
and it's really cool. It's, it reminds me of the new way to collect folk songs, right? I guess you might have heard me talking about collecting folk songs before with the Library of Congress and stuff like that. People used to go all across the Appalachian Mountains or across the rural areas of states and just basically record people playing their instruments or singing songs, the songs that they pass down through their families. What Tim does on his station is very similar, right? He's collecting the songs of Anchor every week. I just love the idea. But as far as the all-day concert is concerned, I think it might be even cooler if we did a call-out to all the musicians who had their music on Spotify. That way, when people played it in the app, they would also get paid for those streams. So that way, you know, you get, you get people interested in your music, it's the better quality like you're saying, and then I won't have to upload it, they just send links in. And that way, everybody gets paid too. I mean, it's only gonna be like a half a penny, but still it's better than, better than nothing, right? And that way people can just tap on that little add to your playlist in Spotify. I do that all the time. Hell, I just did it with, uh, with, with one of your songs. Today, I, I pretty much do it every day on people's stations. I find so much good music here. I really like this idea, but focusing on what's already out there on Spotify and having the musicians come through and saying, okay, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And if you don't have your music on Spotify, why not? If you're listening to this and you're a musician and you don't have any music on Spotify, there is literally no reason not to be there. It costs $10 to put a single up and that's it. If you don't have $10 to spend on something that you're serious about, then maybe I shouldn't be playing your music on my station. <laughs> Now, you could be good without having your music on Spotify, but there seriously is no reason why you shouldn't be there. So, I'm going to be thinking about this, Kingfish. I like this idea. Let's talk about this some more and maybe what we could name it, what would be a good day for it. Yeah, I'll get in touch with Patrick, too, because he does do those really cool intros with the goat. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Kingfish. Drive safe. All right, all right. I have a lot of stuff to get ready for because I just got offered that job. It's pretty exciting. I'm going to take it, of course. It's at an agency, marketing and advertising agency. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'll be working for Kite Rocket in a couple of weeks, guys. That's awesome. Wow, I'm really excited to be around other marketers, other creatives all the time. It's really weird to be the only one in a company, to be the only marketer. So I'm looking forward to that. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today listening 
to the little ARVR music hybrid episode we had here today. Little thoughts about the future and where we can go with music. Because it's not going to stay on Spotify forever, guys. It's not going to stay just in those earbuds forever. We have to make it an immersive experience. That's why I'm excited about VR and AR when it comes to music. It gets you thinking a little bit about the future. And one song that I wrote about the future is a song that I wrote in my Jack Swift band days. Yeah, I used to be in a band called Jack Swift. And I'll tell you the story about that some other time because that's a, a long story in it of itself, but we competed in a American Idol spin-off test. American Idol, after like first two years of it airing, wanted to test American band. So what they did, they 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 called for all the bands to send in a DVD to them and we had just joined up like we just became a band and I'm like shit guys let's just do this thing right we we're playing in the courtyard here let's just record that and send that to them why not so we did we recorded a little five song dvd it's really funny to look back on now but it sounded pretty good you know And we sent it in. Never heard anything. Never even saw anything about American Band. They must have ditched that idea. It's a lot cheaper and a lot more dramatic if you have one person against another rather than several people against another several people. So I don't know why it ended, but it did. Still, I wrote a song about the experience thinking about what would happen if we didn't get in. Would, would we still be doing this as a band? Would I still be doing it as a musician? The answer was yes. But because we were called Jack Swift, I called this song Jack Be Nimble. So I hope you enjoy. Yes, I sent in the package Just the other day And I know that you told me It's not the only way We'll go about masquerading Before the day is through Dance down Melody Lane Just like too few ever do You hear the horns are blowing And the notes carried by the wind And you better listen close, love You won't hear it the same again Jack, now I'm in an alley 
against the wall With all my friends so far away You're the Closest one to call yeah. So Just a little low And I need a good friend To come around and sing hello I, Yes, I need a good friend oh, To come around and sing I took Aunt Paula Just a piece of your clothes She said she wanted to see How it wrinkled and how it flowed I don't know what she thinks I haven't spoken with her since It might be weeks or months Or we might never hear from her again But Jack, won't you still help me And move with haste For you know we have not Much more time to waste Is my fear in future years And I don't want to visit you in the graveyard on Sundays Now, with my eyes full of tears Come around and sing hello Now the crowd will watch As we walk the baseline And they'll see us safe <laughs> On the other side But for now, Jack ha! The eye is on you Go with me safe ha! Yeah, go with me true Jack, be nimble And Jack, be swift Jack, come around now Need a good, need a good friend to come around and sing hello. 